We thank God so much for his grace to be in his house this morning. Praise the Lord. Joshua chapter 5. Joshua Sura Yakutano. Joshua chapter 5. Joshua Sura Yakutano. From verse 8. Read up to verse 15. Awe bamala okukomola egwanga lyonna ne babeera mu kifo mu bifo byabwe mu lusisira ne bamala okuwona. Mukama nagamba Yesu anti lero nyiringisize kivume ku misiri okukijja okujibajjako ekivume ky'emisiri okukibajjako. Erinya Neka sori omusike kuruna kuruo. Nemanu neguao encha bebama lukulia emere yensi yomaka uguaguako. Habana ya isari nebata banamanu na te. Na ye nebalia kumere yensi ya kanani omaka uguo. Ayoswa weyalinga asembele de yeriko na imusa masoge na atunula. Iralaba ngawai miride omuntu okumore kira Yaline chitara echisowole mumokono gwe. Yosu anamu sembea na mugamba anti. Olikuruwa fe obo olikuruwa balabe bafe. Na yogena anti nedda. Na ye omukuruwe jeli ya mukama antu useka akano. Yosu anamu fukamirila masoge. Na sinza. Na mugamba anti mukama wange. Mukama wange agamba ati omuduwe. Omukuruwe jeli ya mukama. Na agamba yosu anti. Yambule ngato yo mchigerecho kubange chifo mwoyimiri dee chitukuvu. Yeswa na akurabuatio. The commander of the Lord's army is around. Omukuruwe jiriamu kama wali. Amen. Amen. Jesus is around. Yeswa wali. He has come to lead you. He has come to guide us. He has come to do the will of God. The children of Israel went through so many things. When they left Egypt, God showed up in a great way. They went through the Red Sea. In the wilderness, they saw water coming out of the rock. They saw quails come and also God provided for them this 
angelic food. Praise the Lord. A time came and the Bible says after Joshua had circumcised the people that God said today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt. Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt. Ladies and gentlemen, God works in times and seasons. A time comes when the Lord does something that he purposed to do. Like he says here, today, everyone said today, there are things that he did yesterday and there are things he does today and there are things he would do tomorrow. He declares to them, I have taken away the reproach of Egypt. In other words, they stepped into a life of freedom. They had left Egypt, yes. They were now no longer in Egypt. But spiritually, there was something that was still over them. The reproach of Egypt was still over them. And the Lord says, I have taken away that reproach. I believe some of you, you've ever been in a time, you enter in the presence of God, you worship the Lord, you pray, and you tap into what God is doing at that time. God can declare and say to Today, I have healed you. Today, I have delivered you. Today, I've opened the doors for you. Today, I've taken away the reproach. That's what happened to the children of Israel. After that happening, the Bible says, and this is where we are emphasizing today, in verse 11, and they ate of the produce of the land on that very day after the Passover. They had never eaten food of that land. They were on a journey. They reached the land. Before they reached there, what were they feeding on? Manna from heaven. Quails. God providing miraculously. Verse 12. Then the manna ceased on that day after they had eaten the produce of the land. And the children of Israel no longer had manna. But they ate the food of the land of Canaan that year. No longer. Something stops that they were used to. Something that they were enjoying. It stops. Its season is over. It's a new beginning. They are in the promised land now. And that land must produce something. The land has the potential to produce something. They are walking away from a life of miracles. 
I'll say that again. They are walking away from living by a miracle. Miracles. And they are now going to begin eating food that is grown from the land. They are going to begin working. They are going to begin tilling the ground. And they are going to begin waiting for seasons. When that day came, the Bible says, they ate of the corn of the previous season from the very land. How did it happen? Maybe the people they captured, they also captured their food. Or they bought the food. When they ate that food, the Bible has said, the following day, the manna stopped. What is the Lord saying to you? What is the Lord saying to us? You are going through a shift. Your life is changing. The church of Jesus is no longer where Jesus left it from. We may desire and cry and say we want those old olden days. We want the times of the apostles to be here. The things they did. The life they experienced. That's what we want today. A friend of mine called me. I think it was Friday. He he called me. He's a, he's a minister. And he said, I've not seen you in a long time. I've not heard from you in a long time. But I want to talk to you. And he said, I have questions. It seems we've done everything. We have prayed. We are seeking God. What are we not doing right? Why are we not seeing the things that we are praying for? The kind of revival that we are praying for. Now this is someone that is involved in national mobilization for prayer. They move from different regions of the country, holding prayer meetings, um, dealing with um, indigenous people, handling tribes, and so on and so forth. But here he is, he's saying, what are we not doing right? And so we spoke. I gave him my mind. And, and, and we said we have to meet. But the issue is there are certain things that may not return. There are changes you go through and they are permanent. Certain things that come because of your progressing. Your growing. 
the different levels where God is taking you. Praise the Lord. So here, these people are used to manna. Now, it has stopped. What do you do? To them, God had prepared them. God had set them. Maybe they didn't know that on such and such a day, this shift will take place in our lives. But according to God's calendar, he had set it. He had planned it. And even if they had cried and prayed and said, we want the manna to come back, it wouldn't have come back. Because now, it was the same God, listen, same God, same people, same spiritual mandate, different things, different systems, and different results. And they have to move as the Lord moves. They have to accept what God is doing in their lives. They have to accept where God is taking them. They have to believe it. They have to understand it. Ladies and gentlemen, would you be ready when times change in your life? Would you be ready when certain things that you've been used to are no longer there? At times I tell young people, especially those who have just left school, finished school, they are working, but they are still staying home. Their parents place. And I tell them, you don't pay rent. You don't buy food. But you are working. What are you using your money for? Are you saving that money? So that when the time comes for you to rent, to begin to pay rent, that you'll have money that you'll have saved. When did you save it? While I was in a time where I was not being demanded of certain things. But you find many young people, they'll just eat. They'll just spend. They know whatever that comes into their hands is to buy something new, buy a new phone, buy a new, a new shoe, buy a new dress. In other words, there is no sight of the future. An opportunity comes and it passes you by. Why? You don't have money to seize that opportunity. A piece of land may come which you should buy but you didn't save anything or you don't have any connection to get the funding to seize that opportunity. Praise the Lord. Do you use the opportunity that you have to prepare for tomorrow. The children of Israel, the manna has stopped. There are people, you say, 
God told me not to work. I'm an intercessor. Yes. You are an intercessor. Could it be that it was for a certain season? And you built the foundation of intercession, of connecting with God, of communing with God. And now things have changed. And the times have changed. The manna has stopped. The miracles that were simply happening, those miracles have stopped. Now, you need to take responsibility that you begin to use the wisdom God gave you. You begin to use the energy God gave you and you begin something either of your own or you get employed somewhere. You maintain the foundation. You maintain what God originally told you but you are able to understand the changes that God takes you through the changes that the church of Christ goes through. Hallelujah. I want you to imagine if it was you these provisions are coming all the time and for you are doing nothing. You're not working. You're not connected to anything. But things are simply happening. And you testify. I got rent. I was there. And I picked money. I was there. I school fees for my children. And God made a way. And we clap our hands. And everyone is happy. Huh? Mm -hmm. That term passes. And then another term. Oh, Father, the, the, the miracle is, work, is coming. It does not come. And you're there on tension. Maybe it comes again. And the third time, this, this miracle comes. Maybe it doesn't come. What happens? The children are seated at home. Or if not, they go into a law school. Their standard being so low. Why? Because that's the money that you can afford. But you have the strength to work. You have ideas. You can have ideas you lay down. Amen. There's something that can come out of you. But you overlook all that. Why? Because the manna is going to come. Amen. Amen. I remember time when we having begun was doing a lot of things and people were bringing things. You are praying, and you come back and you find someone has brought a bunch of and someone has brought something else. 
But the time comes when that is no longer coming. Mm. If you don't know the Lord, what will you do? You will stay in that situation of the manna waiting for it from heaven. But the Lord is telling you, I want you to see the changes that I'm taking you through. There is a period of taking just from, it was a gracious period upholding you in such a situation. The when the says, children of Israel were circumcised, they stayed in the camp. They were not attacked. The enemy did not attack them. Why? They couldn't fight with all these wounds over them. The strong men couldn't go into battle. There are times when God will shield you from certain things because he wants you to be restored, regain your inner strength, regain your faith, regain your energy, regain your mind so that you get back to your feet and use the God-given potential to make a difference. The reason why the body of Jesus especially in Uganda and in Africa, the church has not contributed much to the development of a nation, to the development of families, to the change, transformation in our communities. It's because our minds are stuck at the level of manna coming from heaven. Our minds and our hearts have not shifted to the level of beginning to see fruit that comes out of the ground, out of where God has placed us, out of the season where God has placed us. There are those people they are working, they have a business, it's a small business, but they are not growing. They are not improving. Why? They are failing to add value on themselves to improve on their customer service, to improve on the quality of their work. One of the things that I found difficult in our circles as believers is where someone does something, produces something, and you, and you want to encourage them. And everyone says, it's good. You bake cake, and everyone in the family says, wow, this is very nice. Your friends say, this is very nice. But take it to the market. People who don't know you, people who are not attached to you, people who are not going to cover up, and you find all your baking in the trash. Why? When someone tested, they said, 
This is nothing. But those of your own, everyone is saying you are doing well. We have a Christian, in quotes, mindset of covering up. You don't want to tell people the truth. Why? People are not ready for the truth. Am I smart? Be smart. <laughs> you want people to tell you you are smart? smart. And someone knows you are not? And they are not going to tell you you are not. Smart. Why? If they say you are not, you are going to sulk. You're going to carve in. You're going to the mood is going to change. And then you wonder, what did you expect? When, when people Abantu. rise beyond simply covering up and making others feel good, those people step into the realm of real transformation. Real change. Real development. And real success. When someone knows what I'm doing is not good enough, but I'm going to improve it. I'm going to grow it. I'm going to seek for knowledge. I'm going to invest into what I'm doing. Those people will make a difference. Those people will grow. Those people will begin to see fruit that comes out of what they are doing. Philippians chapter 3, verse 16. Philippians 3, 16. Please read. Read again. Mm-hmm. That is it. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. What you've attained, walk by that. What you have attained, walk by that. Do you know how much has gone into you? Do you know how much teaching, how much discipleship, how much molding, how many sermons that you have received, they are in you. And besides of all that is in you, you receive and you put aside and you want something new. What you've already attained, you are not walking by that. 
Why? You are stuck into this life of feelings. Feelings. You feel good. I feel like going to church. You go to church. I feel like praying. You pray. I feel like giving. You give. I feel like preaching. You preach. And not out of principle. That no matter how I feel. I am doing what I know I have to do. No matter how I feel. I am standing according to the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Young people. You can be there. He said, no one loves me. No one cares. Why? When you were the only child, everyone cared. Everyone cared. You are the only one. Number two came. Number four came. Number six came. Maybe number ten came. And number one wants the same attention from two people the way it was when it was only one child. Hmm? And then the parents are in a dilemma of balancing among the ten or among the seven. Praise the Lord. Number one needs to grow. Number one needs to keep what they received at their level. Whatever that was being put into them, they need to walk by what they attained. That is called growth. That is called responsibility. So number one looks at the investment that was done and now looks at the opportunity of helping others and investing in others. What I received, I want to give also. In the same way I received it, I want to give. That is growth. That is what God expects of us as his children, as a church. When you had just come to the Lord, there is a way he handled you. There is a way you were treated. There is a way you were cared for. One year, two years, everything was so soft. All the attention was being given to you. Is it called TLC? Yes. Amen. Amen. Everything was there. But now, you are mature, maybe in terms of years that you've sent you've spent in the church or as a minister or as a leader, you expect the same treatment like in the beginning. And, and once you don't get that, then you hear people saying, oh, mm. the attention is being given to the new. The newcomers with the old ones. 
are not being cared for. And this and the other. And you see people that have literally refused to grow. Pastor used to call you. He used to talk on phone. And you were just a few of you. The bonding was so strong. And now there are many more people. Not only many more people, but even the responsibilities upon the one leader. The responsibilities have increased. Amen. But those that were there originally, what are they saying? Attention. That call. I no longer get the call. Now, a person that would be standing in the position of responsibility to fill the gap and attend to others, and attend to others, they want to be attended to by the degree that you have attained. Walk by that. The Bible says in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 26, and the child grew. Samuel grew. He became strong in God. He became strong in favor with God and man. Luke chapter 1, verse 18. The Bible talks of Jesus. And the, son, and, and the child grew. Jesus grew. He became strong. He got to a point he didn't need the that manger where he was born. He got to a point where he did not need to stay in his father's carpentry. Amen. The time of being in the father's carpentry, Joseph, was there. It was a strong time. He played his part. Now it is his time to move out and preach the gospel. His father, if they did not understand the change in their child, they would be calling him back. Hmm? Hmm. Times have changed. It's a different season. It's a different focus. Different attention. Different responsibilities, and they are being expected to handle the rest of things the way they were handling them before. Are you growing? Are you shifting? Are you moving forward? First Kings chapter 17. First Kings chapter 17, verse 6, talks of the raven that used to come and feed Elijah. The brook had water flowing, and that brook dried. The raven didn't show up. And God spoke to Elijah, move, move this level, 
move from this level. I've prepared a widow. It was in the season of the dryness, the dry season, season of drought, no rain for three days. What is the purpose? What is the purpose? The people have turned away from God. God wants to deliver the people and they come back to him. That's the purpose. And God wants to sustain his vessel that he spoke through that prophetic word. And the prophet has to listen to God. The season of that of the raven is there, the season of the raven is over, there is the season of the widow, and there is another season. And all this season that these people are going through, God is aware, God is moving them, God is shifting them. God wants you to shift. God wants you to understand the seasons that he takes you through. Your family goes through seasons. Church, we go through seasons. We go through different levels. Don't allow anybody to take you back where you came from. Don't allow any situation. Yes, it was very good. Yes, it was enjoyable. But there are more responsibilities now. There are levels now and things that come with the levels that God wants you to focus on. If you don't, if you don't, what will happen? The enemy plans that your God is ridiculed. How? Just look at their lives. They just go to church. They just speak. They just pray. But look at their children. They are not going to school. Look at what they are doing. They are throwing them out of their rented houses. That's what the enemy is looking for. That the name of your God be ridiculed. Then where is the problem? God has yeah. all the power, yes. He calls you, yes. He says, yes. Now where is the problem? You, as a child of God, you've not understood the change in seasons. That there was a time for the manner. And the manner ceased. Where did it come from? It used to come from God. Who has stopped it? The Lord Himself. What is He asking of you? What is He asking of you? The land where he has put you to begin 
that land. Grow what he has put in your hand. Let there be fruit. The Bible says, when they ate of the fruit of the land, the manna never appeared again. Someone used to help you. And today, you still want them to help you. Someone was telling me sometime back. But their children. They had their mother. Now there's a Indian. I think a company. So Havana. So the children, the Indian distributed different items. I think they are selling soap, uh, this liquid soap. Now this Indian guy gave them money. More than what the, the, the price is for the liquid soap. So what happened? These children began to go to this Indian man. Even when they had not taken the, the liquid soap, I think they could get 5,000. They could go and say, you did not find you. So they were expecting the Indian to give them money. All the, money. The, the time he has not been there. And even their mom enjoyed that so much. Say, you go. Kept on sending them. Kept on sending them. This Indian man did a thing. Maybe this because had been touched, but this people uh, made it a routine. They made it a routine. Amen. Amen. Oh, so and so helped me. Oh, helped us. Now you begin demanding from them and you, uh, oh, you, you claim. Oh, my brother, my sister. sister. Oh, sister so and so. Oh, my uncle in oh, And people begin to, to put a demand. And people, you know, detest you. But yes, no You testify again and again. Mwakagumu, two years. Using, uh, 500,000. Now the classes they are in, they need more money than they that. They have increased. Now they are about to go to university. But what, what is it? You're expecting the same from the people you're getting from. You're expecting mana. Church, do you understand? Church, do you understand? Same God that brought down the manna. Same God that has stopped it. Same God that has brought them into the new land. Same God that wants them to till the ground. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. 
rise and shine. This is the season. This is the hour. Don't stay behind. This message will change. At one and at another point, it will be another emphasis. But will you have shifted? Will you have moved? Or you want to stay there? Where the Lord met you. Where everything was just okay. Amen. Amen. There are people who want love. And love, and love, and love, and being loved, talk nice to them, talk nice to them, and you know what's going on? They are being spoiled. They are not growing. Our God, with his great love, he chastises. The Bible said that those that he loves, he chastises. Come to church. Rebuke someone. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Rebuke someone. Oh Jesus. They will cause you to feel bad. They will will use scriptures. They will want you to stay where you were handling them properly. One area I have found it being a problem for accountability is church. Is church. As for reports. I remember <laughs> in some of our dealings as leaders. Here, I remember someone, someone saying after a very long time. For me, things with reports, no. No. That is not me. And, and I remember trying everything to say, you may not have to be the one doing the report, yeah. but have people around you, yeah. let yeah. someone be there that, that you download to and let that person make the report. You head the department. There is no way we can not have a report. And that becomes a major challenge. But then you come to church. It's a prayer meeting. It's a worship time. Everything is okay. Go down, sit down to work. And you see a big rift. A big rift. Between the prayer time. And the working time. A big rift between the worshipping and the working. Begin to put a demand. No go area. 
And if it's a no-go area, church should only focus on prayer. Church should only preach about going to heaven. Church should only talk about intercession. Church should only talk about worship. Church should only talk about loving. And the more we do that, the more the church carries more burdens and more burdens and more burdens. And the more the church doesn't grow, why? The more people give, the more you put up different developmental things. You build that, you build that, you buy that. And and many of these things help in the growth of the church, in the transformation of the church, in the appearance of the church. And once that is not there, you get stuck at the same level. Why are you stuck? Not only the praying, but even these other areas. Are you growing in all aspects of your life? I want you to repeat this. Stand up on your feet. I want you to say, Lord, open my eyes. Let me see the changing seasons. Let me see the things that have stopped. Lord, open Lord, open my eyes. Let me see the connections that are over. Lord, open my eyes. Let me see the friendships that are over. Lord, open my eyes. Let me see the new. Lord, open my eyes. Let me see the new connections. Let me see the new doors. Let me see the fresh responsibility. Open my eyes, Lord. Let me see. Let me know my part my role in the name of Jesus. Take a minute and pray. Some of you, 
the Lord might put a burden on your heart of repentance because you did not shift you missed certain times of shifting you missed certain times of preparation and maybe you are where you are and going through what you are going through because you missed something your eyes never opened to see where God was taking you and to know what you ought to do in the name of Jesus as you pray let your heart be open. Let the Lord speak to you. Let the Lord speak to you. He loves you. He cares for you. He's the Lord your God. He's the one that called you. He's the one that protects you. He's the one that loves you. And he's the same God that guides you, that orders your footsteps. In the name of Jesus, he says in his word, arise, arise, arise and shine, arise and shine. See darkness fills the earth, great darkness, great challenges, but you, the glory of God is risen upon you, but you, the hand of the almighty God is upon you. received fresh responsibility. You've refused. You've refused certain assignments because you are stuck in the past. You are stuck at the level of the manna coming down. The Lord has been building you and preparing you. And, and he says you can make it. But for you, you say I can't. He says you can make it. And, and the struggle between you and him is that struggle like Moses. Moses said, I can't speak. And God says, you can do it. And Moses says, I can't speak. And God said, okay, your brother Aaron is there. He will speak on your behalf. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the season. This is the time. God wants you to shift. God wants you to understand the weight of responsibility upon you. 
upon you as a family, upon us as a church, upon us as a nation, Uganda as a country, we've risen in a place of responsibility in Africa, in East Africa, in the Great Lakes region, we've risen to a place of touching other nations, of influencing other nations. That is a divine responsibility that God puts upon us as a nation in the same way the church wants the church the Lord wants the church to shift, move forward and widen the place of your tent. Widen your vision. Widen your thinking. At the beginning of this year, the Lord spoke in His word. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Widen the, the stakes. As the second month moves, don't coil back. Don't lose spiritual father. Don't lose your zeal. Don't lose the zeal that you began the year with. Don't lose focus of vision. Don't lose focus of where he's taking you. something brief. Be seated briefly. On Friday, there were prayers here in the evening. And um, I was here briefly. Went back home. We slept around midnight. And around 2 a.m., I, I was awake. And I said, Lord, this is not fair. I'm tired. Let me rest. Let me sleep. Give me sleep. And I couldn't sleep. So I got out, out of my bed. I left home. Came here for prayer. In the night. And as I'm praying, the Lord begins to speak to me. New frontiers. New front lines. New challenges. New connections. 
I said, Lord, what are you doing? And he's emphasizing, I'm doing something new. I want, I want you to shift your focus. So yesterday, I think it was around nine. I am in the room, I want to sleep. And then I decided to go back to the sitting room. And I ask um, Samuel for my phone. And I, I look at the phone, and there's a missed call from the US. And, and then I see a message, an SMS. There's a certain bishop in the US. I met him somewhere once. So he tells me, call me back at your convenience. So I called him. And he said, give me a minute. I'm going to call you back. So shortly after, he calls back. And he says, I have a brother. I've connected him on online. And he's in Mississippi. This one is in Ohio. He's a bishop. He's a pastor. So the brother is also a pastor. And he says, my brother is in a depression right now. He's feeling so bad. Situation is bad. But I want to talk to you. After we've talked, I want you to pray for him. So he begins to talk to me. And one of the things he tells me, he says, we need you. He says, we need you in Ohio. We need you in the States. Give me time. Come. I, I will do anything. We want you around. We want you to speak in our conference. Now, people who should hear this didn't come. They are not here. Because, because they are used to the manna. Those who are around are used to the manna. So, so those who are shifting are not here. Now, in the night, God is telling me, new frontiers, new challenges, less than 24 hours, I'm, I'm receiving a call. Someone is telling me we need you. We need you. And then he tells me, he says, what do you need? What's your need? I, I said, nothing. And, and then he said, my brother, I know you can never tell me your needs. That's your nature. But please, even after we've talked, in case there is anything on your heart, please tell me. And I laughed. So after all that, I began to pray for the brother. My goodness. My goodness. The power of God that came down. You are in Uganda. God is touching someone in Mississippi. You feel you hear and you see the, the rattling in the spirit and over the other side. You are here so many miles away. God is doing something. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I'm telling you this 
be open to the shift. Get a hold of your offer. Bless your children as they give. Bless the work of their hands. Bless the students that are beginning school. This week, Father, be with them. Bless this term. Provide, O oh God. Make a way where seems to be no way. And above all, we pray, dear God, cause us, my Father, to know the strength that you've given us and the wisdom that you've given us to till the ground and eat fruit out of the ground where you've placed us. Give wisdom to those in business, to those in the corporate world, to those in school, to those in the family world, to those in the media world. Father, give wisdom that the mountain of the Lord's house shall stand above all other mountains that your children will stand out and be visible and shine for your glory in Jesus' name. May God bless you as you give. I say yes, Lord. I say Yes, Lord. I 
Father, to whatever you want to do in us in this month of February. We say yes, King of glory. We say yes, Lord. We say yes, Lord. We say yes to a new life, O God. Father, there are people who are rising out of fear. There are people who are rising out of every natural limitation. There are people who are rising, King of glory, out of every habit, O God that has stood in their way in the way of God in their lives so my father and they choose to rise and shine we give you praise Lord we worship you Jesus we honor you Lord if there is anyone here who is not born again you want to get saved you want Jesus to come in your heart, save you, and change you. Or you were born again and you backslid, you want to come back to the Lord. If you are there, please put up your hand. We will pray with you. Anyone who is there, you want Jesus to save you, change you. You can put up your hand. Pray with you. If there is none, may the Lord be with you. May his hand be upon you. May the Lord guide you. May his face shine upon you as you go through this week. In Jesus' name, amen.